Welcome to the Akashic Musings Podcast. My name is Laura Mazzotta, and I will be your guide during this sacred experience. I'm an Akashic healer and teacher, and I've also been a therapist for almost 20 years. This podcast is your go-to opportunity for all things healing, inspiration, and empowerment. I will be sharing potent wisdom from divine intelligence in the space of the Akashic Records. For more understanding of what the Akashic Records are, I encourage you to listen to episode one or head over to my website at www.theakashictherapist.com. I'm so grateful to have you here, receiving the powerful energetic shifts that radiate through these messages. Just by listening in, you're doing your part to raise the vibration of the planet and fully realize our natural state of wellness and vitality. Without further ado, here's today's episode. Welcome back to the Akashic Musings podcast and part two of the term mental health no longer resonates. Today we're going to be talking about how to truly see yourself. On the last episode, we were talking a lot about the concept of mental health in general and how you can shift your perspective around your conceptualization of mental health because the term mental health really implies that there's something unhealthy about how we're currently operating. It's a very problem-based approach and system and implies that we need to reach a certain mental and emotional state to be considered healthy. So today we're gonna talk about, well, how do we operate at our highest and best in each moment? It's a practice, it's a process, and it definitely takes a level of commitment and devotion to yourself. But really, we want to shift this concept of bettering our mental health to self-acceptance. Whatever we call it, whether you call it mental health, whether you call it shadow work, whether you call it inner child work, the spiritual healing journey, expansion work, whatever you want to call it, it comes to self-acceptance in this present moment. That there's absolutely nothing wrong with you, just like the first episode said. And when we look at something that's that's deficient or a deficit within us, how can we get to a space of expansion and joy when we feel like we are somehow flawed? Instead, it's coming into this beautiful acceptance of this is the blueprint that I've been handed by the universe. This is the mix of personality, energy, physiology, mindset that's been uniquely put together for me because the people who are engaging with me in life are meant to understand my message, to allow my energy to activate them, to allow it to move through them in a way that changes people and changes the planet. And it's really beautiful to realize that level of impact and how vital you are just by being uniquely you. Instead of saying, well, you're ADHD or you have schizophrenia or you have bipolar disorder or you're anxious. All of these things that make us feel set apart, set aside, different, flawed. Something is amiss within our fields. 
rather than looking at all of it as energy. The anxiety comes into our field and it feels like it's wrong because it's not feeling safe to express itself through us. We get to be this really centered, accepting holding space for any energy that moves through and being able to witness it and say, I see you. Thank you for being here. And let it go in its own way. Energy is always moving. We know this from the basic physics. Atoms and molecules are always vibrating. They make up absolutely everything that exists on this planet. So we know that unless we capture this emotion within us and and create stories around it and make ourselves wrong around it, meaning that it becomes sticky then, right? It's kind of trapping us. And the trap is really an illusion because all this is is energy. It's energy that's being handed to us by source that's flowing through us. And we want to appreciate what source is offering us. Why are we making source wrong? Why are we making the universe wrong? It's handing us this energy for a reason and we're meant to just be with it, to just witness it, to allow it. We are vessels of divine energy moving through us. So the best thing we can do to actualize our highest and best is to intimately understand our unique energy, our unique blueprint. And One of the things I think I talked about in episode one was internal family systems therapy. And if I didn't, then I'm talking about it now. One of the most effective approaches in the therapy world. But this is really talking about all of the different parts that make up our minds. We're still just looking at the psychology of things there, though, and we really want to get deeper than that. We want to look at energy and spirit and our whole being. People in the spiritual world are already doing this parts work. And this is one of the ways that they connect to and understand their unique energy. So in the spiritual world, we do parts work around working with the inner child, the ego, the womb, the heart space, the chakra system. All of these are parts of us that we're attending to and that we're understanding. So connecting with your chakras is certainly one way to start to learn about how they work together, how they communicate with one another, where there may be tension between them so that you can offer more space and witnessing of what's going on within you. And don't get me wrong, many of us need somebody to hold our hand and hold space for us while we explore our inner world. And that's why we have spiritual communities. That's why we have groups and programs and um, coaches and healers and sometimes therapists as well. As we excavate this within ourselves. But that's really all it is, is just this other person or this community holding space for you to recognize what's coming up within you and allowing your human to co-regulate because we all need co-regulation that's part of being on this planet so that our nervous system feels safe enough to let this energy flow through so parts work is a beautiful thing to explore to understand your energy and the other thing that's been helpful for me 
other than the Akashic Records, of course, is human design, just because that is something that's more, it can feel more tangible. And then the Akashic Records, the Akashic Records is extremely expansive and it can almost feel intimidating to people because it's just such a big space to navigate. So human design really allows you to bring forward the energy at your time of birth, at your birth location, and identify how does your exact energy interact with the world, interact within you, interact in light of what you're meant to do here on this planet. So if you've never accessed human design, you can go to jovianarchive.com or mybodygraph.com and just have your birth date, birth time, and birth location handy. And you can type that in. And if you want me to give you some feedback on it, just shoot me a message and we can schedule a quick session. Um, But it's really cool to be able to, you're going to be very confused once you first look at your chart and say, what the hell does all of this mean? It's definitely an undertaking to um, learn about human design. But it's actually pretty simple at the end of the day. It's learning how does my energy work? What drives me? How do I listen to my passion? How do I listen to my intuition? What does that look like? And and where is that really meant to guide me and direct me? So when we talk about seeing yourself, we talk about being able to compassionately witness all of these parts of you that are coming forward understand intimately how does my energy respond to this and this how am i meant to interact with other people how am i meant to serve on this planet and to really give space for these emotions to move through our field in a way that feels safe in a way that feels easeful and really patient and compassionate almost like we're just watching our kid at a playground, right? This is again, that reparenting concept that can come into play. You know, I'm watching my child go through number of emotions playing on the playground, might fall down, might get into a tussle with another kid, might have this huge feeling of freedom on the swings, so much exhilaration on the slide, right? And we just witness it. We want to do the same things, almost like an observer of our own energy. Okay, so this is not going to happen overnight, this concept of coming into self-acceptance, but it's being able to say no matter what emotion comes through me, there's no negative emotion, right? There's only judgment. So it's just viewing all of this as energy without putting all of these labels on it and making something wrong and flawed about us or about the energy that's coming forward and allowing more, allowing more. I actually just guided my Vitality clients through this. Vitality is my my flagship program. And um, we just sat with this energy of, I believe we were working with forgiveness, but you can use anything that you want. Um, And when we process forgiveness, anger and resentment can come up and anxiety and guilt. I mean, all sorts of things can come up when you're starting to process forgiveness. And I have my own perspective on that for another episode, but it was really saying, okay, let's sit with this together. How do we just allow and witness in a way that feels 
not like we're going to be a runaway train with our emotions and that we can still feel really centered and grounded and held and literally follow the flow and let it guide you moment to moment. And it's really beautiful to be able to feel the energetic shift when you engage in this process. You may not consciously understand what's moved through you, although most of the time you will. But the fact is you're going to feel lighter and it's the feeling that's important, not the conscious understanding. And I think that's what we get lost in in the mental health world a lot is the conscious understanding of what's going on with us and how we can fix it and how we can resolve it. And we need to realize that we don't have to know everything. We don't have to know everything about our past trauma. We don't have to know everything about why we're upset. I've taken so many, I am certified in so many different trauma modalities from the therapy world, I can't even tell you. And that's actually what motivated me to create a trauma-informed care certification from an energetic and spiritual perspective because it just didn't go deep enough. No matter how many modalities we used, it was still so re-traumatizing and would leave people in this space of feeling like they're hitting their head against the wall and they're not going anywhere. So I'm getting off track, but the point is here that we want to get really, really uniquely attentive to our energy and patient and compassionate with ourselves as we allow it to move through and stop assigning meaning and understanding, knowing that that will come in time if we are meant to receive it. So thank you so much for listening in and I will see you on part three of this podcast series on mental health. Have a great day. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Akashic Musings podcast. I'm so grateful you're taking the time to integrate healing at the deepest level. If you loved this episode, connect with me on Instagram at Emerge Healing and Wellness or contact me through my website at www.theakashictherapist.com. I'll see you next week on the next episode of the Akashic Musings podcast. Bye for now and have a wonderful week.